Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher. Truth seeker. From the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host. Combat veteran. Precious metals analyst. And alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. This is America Unplugged. Hope everybody's doing well. What is going on? My name is Billy Ray Valentine, and I'm here with the crew. Ladies and gentlemen of usual suspects here on America Unplugged. Mr. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What's going on over there? I'm doing great, Bill. It's good to see uh, you and Guard and uh, the great Don Jeffries. And I've got a chihuahua on my lap, so I know I'm going to have a good show. I've got Beans the Brave here. So uh, she decided to jump right up right before we went live. Incredible. She's here uh, hanging out with us. What is up? Don Jeffries, the legendary. What's going on, sir? Well, it's a special honor to be with uh, Guard again. Uh, Guard is... uh, Guard has been so supportive of my books. I think he's bought more co- extra copies of Masking the Truth than my entire family has bought of all my books, all other seven books since I published them. So I can't thank him enough. And it's a pleasure to be here with him. Fantastic. Thanks, Mr. Guard Goldsmith, thank you for joining us today. What's going on, sir? How you doing? Billy Ray, you guys are the best. I love you guys. I was going to say to Tony, is that a chihuahua on your lap or are you just happy to see me? I don't know. <laughs> Don, thanks, man, for, for hanging out on the on the streamy show last oh, night. Thanks for having me, talking to you. And by the way, my email uh, that went to you this morning, I actually wrote that last night and I fell asleep and I didn't send it. I was so exhausted. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. It's great to be here with Thank you guys. You. Billy Ray. You're looking sharp, man. I wish I had your hair. That's all I have oh, to say. Man. I, I wish I had my hair, too, back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> it looks a lot better on camera, man. Um, but thank you. Uh, uh, William Renner, what's up, buddy? Number one on YouTube. And Pat the Plumber was there. And Felix Caraballo, what's up? Cat Goya and uh, Chris Buckham, what's going on, everybody? Those are the ones that I can see off top. And, of course, over on Rockfin, my boy, Mr. Angus Mustang, was number one. Number two, Mr. Mandir, half dear, half amazing. What's going on? And uh, and Jason Barker is here as well. What's going on, everybody, the whole America Unplugged family? All right. We're going to get into it today. There's a lot of stuff to touch on, but, you know, we have to talk about Mr. Trump. He's been indicted again. It happened again, and uh, this time it's personal. Part two. Um, it, you know, it's going to happen a few more times. So get ready, man, because there's at least two more he's going to get slapped with. Um, and let me t- listen, I, I want to get the, I want to get the crew's uh, thoughts on this, what you guys are thinking. I've, I've heard uh, opinions on every side of the spectrum on this, you know, so I, I, I really want to know. Tone, we're going to go with you. What are you thinking about this whole deal, man? I'm really of two minds about this. And you uh, look at what Don said over the years about the Trumpenstein project, and it's hard to figure out what's real and what's fake, what's scripted about any of this. But I will say, let's say that he is uh, somewhat real. Then the lesson learned should be, if you're going to hit the king, you better kill the king, because he didn't actually do anything uh, about the corruption of the deep state in Washington, D.C., the federal government stranglehold on our liberties. And I think that's pretty apparent here. Um, so I would say that, that if he is real, then uh, 
that was a big mistake. You know, it went from lock her up to lock him up really quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if it's scripted, which it appears to me that it is, I think you're going to continue to see this avalanche of indictments. Um, somehow he'll escape them. Somehow he'll, you know, slide through the cracks. Somehow it'll just be a way to rally the Trump base. And I think David Knight's had some really great analysis on this. If you look at what the Democrats, uh, you know, these prosecutors through the Justice Department, and let's just face it, if you're in the federal government is completely captured by the Democratic Party or the globalist left. I mean, I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. The Republican Party is nothing but a speed bump uh, when it comes to Washington, D.C. So I think that the, these indictments help Trump. And it's very counterintuitive because if again, if it's not going to put him in jail, then it's only going to make him a martyr. And that ultimately makes the Democrats a shoe in for the 2024 election because Trump's not really electable. Yeah. He's not really elected in a broad base with that, uh, you know, 11 percent or 9 percent, whatever the estimated total is of the independence of the swing voters throughout the United States. He's uh, he's not going to be able to win those people. So if you're going to make him a martyr, then you make him the nominee, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's that's really probably the scripted part of this. And we'll just have to see. Damn, Tone, I, I agree with all of that, man. It's I, always I, my goal. I want Philly to agree. <laughs> well, it worked this time. What's up? What's up, Don Jeffries? What's going on, buddy? Well, this is, you know, I, I feel more secure in my, uh, you know, in, in creation of the Trumpenstein project to describe it every day. I mean, this is this is WWE theater. It is, you know, Trump has become the captain of the Washington generals. He's the star center, you know, losing to the Globetrotters all the time. He's just a designated loser. And I, to what degree Tony's right, he probably won't face any real consequences. They may eventually pretend either. They may have a photo op of him in some white collar prison. I don't know. I, I think it's possible, again, to give, uh, you know, the other side their satisfaction, the, the uh, people with TDS. But, you know, what is it, 37 new indictments? He's how many? Alex Jones has been tried, what, four or five times for Sandy for the one same charge. I expect Trump maybe to set the record for the most indictments ever against anybody in the history of the world. Maybe, maybe he'll roll up a hundred, maybe a thousand. I don't know because they're coming I mean, What 37 indictments for, I mean, this, the, the whole thing is so stupid. And to think that again, looking at it on his face value, to think that this guy who did nothing, he was just a big, dumb, orange distraction, an actor. He, he, maybe he would have committed crimes, but you have to do something to do something wrong. And he just tweeted. And maybe he did something they could criminal on, on Twitter or something where he messed with their algorithm or something. But the idea that this guy, when you go back just to just within go back to just go to Clinton, Clinton alone. I mean, you know, to, to think that somebody like that got away with murdering American citizens, mostly women and children at Waco uh, in their home and, and demonized them by calling it a compound. He got away with that. He wasn't, nobody talked about impeachment. The Republicans didn't even talk about impeachment back then. He wasn't prosecuted for that. And you just go along the line. O Obama, Obama assassinated Anwar Alawabi and bragged about it. He murdered a, an American citizen who hadn't even been charged with a crime. And then for good measure, after he spiked the football on that, he murdered a 16-year-old son the next month and said it was an accident or something. So the idea that those don't bring indictments. Those aren't crimes. But this big dumbass Trump, who I, I don't even know, and he appears to have done the same thing that ridiculous dementia Joe Biden did of having classified documents. So, and but you're going to get, and that's what the Republicans are already saying, and Trump himself is saying, what about Joe Biden? And 
And that's the idea is that the generals, you know, when the Washington generals were playing the Globetrotters, they couldn't get away with cheating and doing the crazy stuff the Globetrotters did. Referees didn't see that. It's the exact same thing. The Republicans are in the role of the generals now where they're designated losers. The other team is allowed to cheat and do whatever they want. And of course the crowd is most of the crowd is cheering them on, entertained by it. And that's what you're seeing here. And uh, this, this is it's all theater. It's all scripted. Trump, I don't know to what degree he can possibly be real. He had kind of a meltdown again on it and calling names and all that stuff. And and I, I you know, Tony said it may re, it may re, reinvigorate the MAGA base that is left, the people that's, that still cling to being loyal to him. And of course, their main thing now is look how unfair they're being to him. This is and. They have a point because, again, he's he's being indicted over and over again for things. And the other side is never indicted for anything. And that there's a great meme going around with the Babylon Bee, one of the best I've seen, where he has uh, they Photoshop Trump standing next to Hunter Biden and say Trump announces Hunter Biden as his running mate. So the Department of Justice will stop indicting him. And, you know, so I think that's a, that's a, that's a great meme to show. So. It is one sided, although neither side is good. But uh, this is, you know, this is what you get when you have um, when you have two sides of the same coin. They're just playing. But they they I used to say Tweedledum and Tweedledee like Huey Long. But it has really changed now where it looks like the Republicans maybe permanently are going to be in that Washington general's role where they're just going to be there to lose constantly because and they don't have any answers. You see. Uh, the base may be inspired, but look at Chris Christie. And of course, it's because Trump has been making fun of his weight and doing the stuff he does. You know, that's the, the sixth grade Trump making fun of Christie, which is easy to do. But Christie's already said it's very unsettling or he's already saying how terrible the indictments are. And a lot of those were, you know, sure, Mitt Romney and all these Mitch McConnell, those people are going to revel in this. So, again, this it's, it's left to... Uh, the only way we could ever get a hold of this, and that's assuming they count the votes, is to establish a real third party. But, um, you know, I don't know how that's going to happen because people are still there's millions of people that are still uh, entrenched in the Trump camp. And this is going to help with that group. I think he's losing more people all the time. But the people that love him, they're just they're enabled by this because they say, well, he's just being persecuted more and more. But it's I, I don't think there's anything real or legitimate about this at all. I don't know, Billy Ray. You you love wrestling. Was there ever a, a wrestling match in the WWE that that wasn't fixed or fit, scripted? I don't know. No, absolutely not. Everything is fixed, fixed <laughs> and scripted. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna let guard go right now. But but I'm really starting to buy into this. All of this is staged because this guy cannot be as stupid as he is. He just cannot be. I, I and and you know me. I'm the biggest Trump hater in the world, probably. I, I cannot process what's going on right now. It's not working for me. Guard, what's up? Yeah, I, I look I look at it as uh, the two major possibilities, and I keep switching back and forth between them. You know, it's like an oscillating fan or something like that. I mean, either Trump is for real, and he's gone from playing their 4D chess to whack-a-mole, uh, or... Uh, or he is, you know, part of the, the grand WWE scheme. And uh, it is it is interesting to think, uh, you know, I often look at Trump as he doesn't play 4D chess. He's more like a bowl in a china shop, especially when you get his ego bruised. And so they use that, you know, yeah. and there's so many Byzantine rules. There's so many ways to trip these guys up, as Schumer said, seven ways from Sunday or six ways from Sunday or 5.2 ways from Sunday or whatever, <laughs> um, you know, however, uh, I'll go with the metric system, but uh, 10, 10.0 ways. But um, 
it, to me, it's 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 either there are so many avaricious and politically hungry people in both parties that um, there are a number of people who are brain trusts who can suggest ways to bring people down and they can do that. And so they feed that information to people like Pelosi staffers and so on and so forth. They know the legalities. They know that there is just an infinite number of paper ways to try to bring somebody down. So let's get everybody to focus on those things rather than, oh, you know, bombing people in Syria, overthrowing Ukraine, John Kerry, Hillary Clinton. And Don, I'm so glad you brought up Alwali and his son. Um, All those different types of things that are just despicable, unbelievable crimes all the way going into the the jabs and the rollout and Operation Warp Speed and all that other nonsense um, to the uh, model state health emergency plans and things like that. Those those are a great example, I think, of information that comes from certain people who are trusted people within this uh, deep state brain trust, that model state health emergency plan that was promulgated around 2004 up through uh, 2010 in various states. And so I think that there there are a number of people who continually work and figure out ways to bring down some of these these so-called titans at the top of the hill. And Trump Trump didn't get it. You know, he doesn't understand. And he thought somehow he could do these things and get away with it. That's the one side of it that I see. He's so egotistical, he tripped himself up and he broke all the China in the China shop. The other side is, okay, if this is some sort of, you know, triangulation, and we were talking triangulation before we got on, if this is some sort of way to uh, utilize Trump as an icon to be able to get his Trumpers upset and then bring about some sort of violent reaction, um, what is what is the end goal for that, right? Or the other is, is it just... These avaricious people who know that they can utilize Trump and then use the Trump, um, you know, some people say, well, if they're if they're going to do this, then they're going to make Trump even more powerful. And if he's not put in jail, he'll get elected. It's like, no, you don't have to worry about him getting elected because they they can control the votes. Uh, You know, uh, to me, it's very clear. And I know that, you know, some people dispute whether or not this last election was manipulated or whatever. I don't trust the voting machines at all. And I think they already know that they can produce the outcome that they want. Yes. What I think they want is a narrative afterwards to be able to utilize to say, yeah, so many people got turned off by Trump and his indictments that he was just unelectable when maybe he actually still could be electable. But it's not going to happen that way. They're going to use this to say, oh, yeah, you know, people just got turned off. This They would think he was too dangerous. And I, I don't know which one to choose, really. I have no idea. Yeah, I I think Tony is right. Uh, I think this dude is unelectable. I think the Republicans are going to nominate him to be the president of the United States. And that's when things are going to fall apart. As bad as Joe Biden is, as bad as Joe Biden is, if the Republicans nominate this guy, we're going to get Kamala Harris as the president of the United States. This is inevitably what's going on here. This is the end game of all of this. And 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 um, with all of this that's that's going on, like I I can't understand for the life of me. Like, all right, so people compare it to what's going on with Joe Biden because Joe Biden did the same thing, and Mike Pence did the same thing, right? And and countless others, right? The difference here is they cooperated and gave all the stuff back. Trump had about three freaking opportunities to do that and did not. 
So I'm like, are you really that dumb, bro? Like, really? Like, and now he's on tape. He's on tape saying, oh, look, what if uh, we lied about uh, the, the files over there? What, what if we told the FBI a lie? He's on tape saying that. He's And then he's on tape saying, hey, how about um, how about you come take a look at these Iran documents? Look, we, we were going to bomb them. Come take a look. It's not my fault. Hey, give me some sodas. Literally, at the end of that. Like that, that allow that that just makes me think that I, I I don't think Trump is this dumb. Yeah, like why do you allow yourself? Why do you say things like that? Like it has to be it has to there has to be some sort of theater going on here. Maybe it's just me doing mental gymnastics trying to rationalize all of this, but I don't get it. I, I don't get how a man uh, uh, that made it to the presidency of the United States. Right, and it is smart enough to manipulate a, cl- a crowd the way that he does, is is going to act this way and have freaking 120 files in in a bathroom in Mar-a-Lago. What what is that? I, I don't understand. And then you say you don't have it. Just be like, yeah, man, I have it. Come get this stuff. I'm not reading it. You know, come come get it. Yes, please, all of it, wherever it is, come get it, take it out. And it would have been done. He, he has, in my opinion, he has given, everybody talks about the Democrats and they're all, the, the, that Joe Biden is going after him and that the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland is going after him. He's giving them every ammunition to go after them. You have to do something to get indicted. He did something and he's giving it to them. He's like, here, please, please. I'm not going to give you these secret documents that I have here. But but on top of that, I'm going to go ahead and record myself saying, or someone's going to record me and I'm going to let them, saying, uh, come look at these top secret documents and maybe we shouldn't tell the FBI about this. Is this a joke? Like, is it a joke? Like, I mean, I don't understand it anymore. I, I, I just don't get it. So... I am I am uh, almost there, Don, with, with the whole this is fake, wow. this is stage. <laughs> I, I am almost there because I just can't rationalize it anymore. He can't be this stupid, can he? He no, can't no. be this stupid. Right? No, and, he can't. I don't think so. I don't think you're serious, Don. This isn't this isn't <laughs> this isn't the New York case. Yeah, that's right. This is serious, right? And then we got Georgia. And he was on tape saying stuff over there too that they're gonna use yeah. against him, whether he meant it or not. It's the way yeah. he says it. Yeah, somebody says I, it, and they're going to, the, and this is again, this is, and this is why it, it, it keeps the divide going because they have uh, whatever crazy stuff he said on tape about that. Uh, you know, you, you compare that to Joe Biden, who is on videotape of, of bragging about getting the Ukrainian prosecutor fired when he's looking at his thing. And no, did right. Trump, Trump, Trump was president. Why didn't he prosecute him for that? He says one side is the Washington generals, one side is the Globetrotters. Is now changed. The, the dynamics of this of this duopoly have changed. They each now have. It used to be they would switch power. You would go eight years of disastrous Democratic rule, then eight years of Republicans uh, being disastrous as well. Now the Republicans are never. They're, they're never going to be back in power. I don't believe. I don't see how they can possibly sell it unless they just decide to commit total outright fraud and put you know Nikki Haley in the White House or something. They could do that and nobody would buy it. I mean, 90% of the public would realize, well, this is ridiculous. There's no way she was elected. But that's the only way they can do it. They're never going to allow anybody that has any of those MAGA traits at all because that, they're, they're the losers. And you're right, Trump, Trump, of course he wouldn't have been that stupid. But, you know, this is 
I think that's why I called it the Trumpenstein Project. I don't think anybody can get to where he was. And I don't think there's any evidence that he was that stupid before, just much like George W. Bush. I don't think he was that stupid when he was president, uh, governor of Texas. You look at his speeches, they didn't sound like the great decider speeches, much more articulate. Yes. And, and then he comes and he becomes a bubbling, bumbling <laughs> idiot in the White House. And Trump, I don't know. Is there evidence when he was talking to Oprah and all those people that he repeated the same phrases over and over again like he does now? He seemed like he was much more lucid and he didn't seem uh, he was mainly concerned with women. OK, he was a playboy and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I, I there, there was no evidence that he was this this dense or that he I don't know if he, did he get in Twitter battles? I don't know. But yeah, this I think it's it's clear that this is all scripted. Tom, what's up? Well, I was thinking about what you said about the uh, end of the transcript when he was talking about uh, getting some Cokes. Yeah. And uh, then he started talking <laughs> about how he's lost his uh, mental capacity. And I started thinking, you know, Donald Rumsfeld left uh, being Secretary of Defense for Nixon and got into the lobbying business. And mm -hmm. he's the one in the early 1980s that got aspartame put yeah. through to the FDA. <laughs> right. And they put yeah. that into Diet Coke. Donald Trump drinks 12 of those a day. Okay. Supposedly. So if, if you're on, if you're part of Trump's losing legal future losing legal team, you ought to listen to what I just said. You could use the Diet Coke defense legal team. Donald Rumsfeld from beyond the grave has made Trump dumber. I, I don't know any other way to say you know it's well, funny because you have to work to be this dumb. Yeah, I know well, what you mean. <laughs> no, but but I, I said that to me, that is a part of the Trump and Sign project. I don't believe somebody was he 76 years old, he, you know, pretty fat. He seems, but he seems to have incredible energy. He seems in great shape. This guy is not drinking 12 Diet Cokes a day who had been dead 20 years ago. He's not living off a McDonald's diet. Again, he's he's doing everything, and I think it's part of the cartoon image. I mean, it's just, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe that somebody could survive and be that. If it's true, then I guess I, we're all wrong about Diet Coke and McDonald's, and we, maybe we all ought to do it. Cause it's worked for him, man. Let's let uh, <laughs> let's get uh diet cokes and Bud Light out of Mar-a-Lago right now. Man, what the hell's going on over there? Let's get right freaking now. But no, man. Seriously, man. Like like uh, uh this is a problem, right? Because it, it it I think Guard mentioned it. It it only serves to divide even more, right? That's all it's gonna do. Um, I think Ron DeSantis could beat Joe Biden. I, I think just, uh, you know, I think everybody has a chance except for Donald Trump to beat Joe Biden, you know, and and it's 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 incredible what's going on here. Like they're talking about. I think what you said, Tony, makes a lot of sense that that they are um, maybe they're doing. And this is just speculation and mental gymnastics again, because I don't understand. I, I don't I don't understand what's going on, but but maybe they're doing this to further make Trump a martyr to get him the nomination and then he loses right like because because he's unelectable he is unelectable and, and that's why and, and and we need to remember he he just barely beat hillary clinton 666 the beast incarnate just nope. barely 80,000 80, votes spread over four states billy right, that's from 2016 right. it's only 80,000 votes spread over four states won that election he, he just barely beat uh beelzebub Mm -hmm. Incarnate, just just barely yeah. the worst candidate in the history of American politics, Hillary Clinton, who was probably a robot at yeah. that point. I, I it, robotoid, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, he barely beat her. So let's let's uh, let, let's put all of this in perspective. Never won the popular vote. Never. 
Right. If you think these things are real, and if you don't, I'm beginning to subscribe to what Don is saying about this. I don't know how else to ex- explain it. He has documents in his bathroom, documents in his shower, documents in some staging area, just laying around. I, I don't get it. And and how many times did they tell him? At least twice. They gave him an opportunity to give these things back, according to the official to the uh, to the official story here. He's not denying it. He just didn't do it. And then he's de- de- denying um, having these documents. It's like, let me give these people the ammunition. Like, like, like he was never the president of the United States. Like he doesn't know how these things work. Like he doesn't know they will come into his house and, ch- and search for this stuff because you're a marked man, right? You're the one fighting the deep state. You're the one trying to drain the swamp. You're supposed to take every precaution because they're going to come at you, right? If that's what's going on. But no, he's willy-nilly saying whatever on tape, giving them the ammunition to do this. I I don't get it. So I think it's all staged at this point. I'm I'm really leaning towards that. I don't know what else to say. Give me a better argument because I I just do not understand. Guard, what's up? Yeah, you know, Billy Ray, I don't understand uh, if if this is uh, not a prepackaged scenario that's being thrown at us. I don't understand why Republicans uh, psychologically, I can understand they look at, at, at Trump as a martyr. So they want to throw a vote to him. Uh, but honestly, if you look at the guy's behavior if, and you're a big Trump supporter and you just say to yourself, wait, so you look at yourself as a sensible Republican and he did all that dumb stuff. And now, because he's a martyr, you want to throw your vote to him. He could have done a better job if he invited a bunch of kids over to do paper mache (laughs) to make a giant mock-up of himself and then donate it to Burning Man and set it aflame (laughs) out in the desert. It would have been fine. They could have painted it orange, you know, (laughs) giant orange man. He could have done a a fundraiser for it. It's going to be the best. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to burn an effigy of myself. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, just so stupid. Yeah, I, I honestly can't tell. And, you know, when you when you talk about DeSantis, uh, let's say hypothetically on the vote side of things, let's say they don't have all the all the mail in ballots and all the stuff that open up all these opportunities to stuff paper into places and things like that and get honest people asking, OK, is this a little sketchy at two in the morning? What happened here? Do I believe this? Do I? And that itself becomes an arguable thing and everybody gets upset about it. Um, let's say DeSantis gets in there. DeSantis would be an articulate candidate. Of course, the left wing people would on CNN would try to portray him as, you know, some sort of a Nazi when it comes to LGBTQ stuff, which is not where he actually opens himself up to honest criticism. He opens himself up to honest criticism when he uh, signs laws in Israel that (laughs) prohibit people from criticizing the state of Israel. How about those, you know, but you're never going to, you're never going to hear the pop media talking about that. Just like, you know, if you sign something in favor of Pfizer to put Pfizer or stamp it on every human being in Florida, the CNN people would adore that. Oh yeah, that's going to be awesome. So I, I honestly don't think they don't want DeSantis to get in there, whoever they are. Uh, They do want Trump. They want a weak candidate. And I think you're absolutely right. Kamala, I, I just can't even imagine Kamala Harris. Oh, God, what a disaster. Oh, man. Oh, I just, Lord. I just, no. Go ahead, Gard, sorry. No, no, I just don't. And by the way, I just want to mention to people, if they're wondering, I'm not wearing uh, that at, in favor of communism. It is the mock-up Che Guevara, you know, thing. So, yeah. At and, this and, point, man. Yeah. 
Like what, what I mean, what 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 are they gonna say to that? You know, look look what we're electing into office, look what we're letting happen to this freaking country, man. It's incredible. And and the, the game is clear to me. It's clear to me. Joe Biden is not going to finish another four years in office. I don't think I, I just don't see it happening health-wise. He already had cancer again. That's not <laughs> under the table. You don't really hear too much about that, you know, but but they they found, I think it was a a mole or a tumor here on his chest that they had to remove and it was cancerous. And that was the end of it. You know, you didn't hear anything more about that. Um, Kamala Harris will be the president of the United States. This is inevitably what we're doing by putting our support behind Donald Trump. This is inevitably what we're doing. Uh, I mean, I, I don't put my support behind any of them. And, and w- wouldn't you think that Trump would just bow out, you know, but his ego no, is well, either his ego or right. he is being used Trump by Stein somebody. Trump and Stein. Right. One of the yeah. two. And, and yeah. I, I, it's not I in the script. Know. Right. I, I just don't know which which is which at this point. Yeah. Anyway, um, I want to play Kerry Lake real quick because I want to talk about that. And then I want to talk about RFK Jr. Then I'm going to throw it to, to, to gold. Uh, I mean, to, to guard. I was going to call you Goldsmith for some reason. Uh, I'll throw it to guard. And uh, we wanted to talk about some. Oh, yes. Tesla robots walking among us. If if things couldn't get any weirder, we want to talk about that. All right. Let me let me try to get Kerry Lake here. Let's see if this works. Uh, guys, let me know if you see it. Hold on. Boom. Wasn't that, wasn't that a Beatles song? What's that? Carry Carry Lake. Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys see it? Yeah. See it. Yeah, yeah, All right. So she warns Biden, the Department of Justice, you know, that they're going to have to go through her and 75 <laughs> million Trump supporters. And most of them are card carrying members of the NRA. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying, lady? Like, really, what are you saying? I, I'm not, you know, if if I am a, a MAGA cultist, which I am not. If I am, I'd separate myself from this immediately. I'm like, I have nothing to do with that. I, I am not going to bear arms for anything because this has uh, the makings of Waco, Texas written all over it, saying some dumb crap like this. And the thing is, she doesn't mean it. She's just saying it because she'll say whatever she wants to say. All right, let me let me play this real quick. If, let me see if this works. I have a message. Oh, come a on. A new federal initiative. Oh. That will take a little bit of advertising. No federal I'll talk, initiative. I'll talk over. Go to wolfpack.gold. There you go. For all your gold and silver membership needs. <laughs> what did I just do? Hold on. Yeah, talk, talk about more. Yeah, you Wolfpack. got your volume coming now. You're good. Uh, nah, it looks like cool. it looks like it went back to. Is this the CNN clip? I have no idea what this is. It's Poppy Harlow. Well, you know what? Poppy Harlow. We know what she said. We're gonna have to just get off. Poppy of this. versus. This, uh, this never works Karen. for me. Karen. There you go. That's it. It's done. Anyway, you did good though. I don't. I don't know. I think it betrayed you. I don't think that it was your skill set. You sound like a robot. It happened to me on a, on a wrestling show that I had or whatever, and then it happened to me before. Like I, I play that, and then for some reason my roadcaster changes, and it makes me sound like a robot. I don't know. Whatever. I remember. I remember when that happened. You sound. I thought you were. I yeah. was listening in my car on the phone, and I thought you were doing it intentionally. I was like, yeah. that sounds like a that's Dalek. So cool. That's the coolest. It's because his Neuralink. It my Tesla Neuralink. Right. Broke but, down. But, uh, comments on what Kerry Lake said. Listen, uh, you guys saw the um, the article there. You guys can look it up if you're listening on the podcast after the fact. Right. It's a uh, Kerry Lake pretty much said that you would have to get get through her and card carrying members of the NRA, meaning her and a bunch of people with guns to get to Donald Trump. And it was a warning, uh, you know? So anyway, what's up, Tone? What do you think about her saying that? 
uh, empty threats. Yeah. I mean, if you if you're believing that, uh, then you're delusional mm -hmm. and that's not going to happen. I mean, the, the that would ruin every uh, legitimate stance that the NRA's had. If you're talking about card carrying members of the NRA taking up arms to stop what to stop, stop law enforcement uh, from carrying out warrants and executing. And I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and I don't like that kind of rhetoric. I mean, because, again, if every time you say that and it doesn't happen, it's just more and more empty threats. Uh, that's not the way that our process works. Uh, we're defensive with our, our Second Amendment is a mutually assured destruction against, yeah. uh, you know, again, we're not going to be able to, you know, they always use that um, a Swalwell, uh, you know, out of California said that, uh, you know, you can't stop the government. We got nukes. We use nukes against you. That's the, that's what they say. You know, if you've got a if you're uh, an advocate of the Second Amendment, and you believe in your constitutional rights and the government is, is too large, in your opinion, or overreaching. Don't worry. Uh, they've got nukes to deal with you. Um, but it's really about defending your home, defending your property, defending your life against the tyrannical. government. doesn't mean you're going to win. It doesn't mean you can overthrow the government with your your firearms. It's a last ditch um, bulwark against tyranny. It doesn't mean that it'll be successful. Um, but to use that kind of rhetoric, I think, is irresponsible. Um, and, and again, if you're reading into this, um, how many setups, how many false flags uh, are could come of something like that? Right. You know, that that, that to me is a, a very dangerous territory. Uh, I completely agree. Don Jeffries, what's up, sir? Well, Kerry Lake, uh, yeah, is, is another uh, a very pretty face in the uh, in, in the Washington Generals roster. Uh, she's another loser. I mean, she's I mean, how, how do you she's an attractive, very articulate candidate. She was running against a female Biden who barely campaigned. She was horrible, horrible person. And, uh, you know, and I think there was massive fraud in Arizona, but I, I don't know how you can possibly lose in a border state when your issue is guarding the border. But somehow she managed to. And they've kind of built her up as a crybaby now. And this this statement, which I'm sure she was told to read, is uh, you know is, is perfect for the script. How irresponsible these crazy uh, these crazy MAGA types are. And and again, what what precipitated it? Not uh, shutting down small businesses for for years. Uh, not forcing everybody to uh, to not be able to go see their loved ones in nursing homes or anything. No, it was just like the Mar-a-Lago thing precipitated the Republicans all wanting to, to abolish the FBI, which they should abolish, but not because they raided Trump's Mar-a-Lago, because they've done, you know, they've been horrible since they began, you know, with the Palmer raids in the 1920s. But this is the problem. They only get excited about something to do with Trump. So the NRA is going to come out in droves because Trump was indicted again 37 times. I mean, this is so it's just because of Trump. Right. You know, what about the or, or is this Carrie Lake think they should go out and uh, go storm the prison where the January 6th defendants has been held without due process for two years now? I don't hear her saying that it's all about Trump. And this is part of the Trump and Stein project to personalize, to make him the lone, just like Goldstein in 1984, to make him the sole voice of the opposition. Everything must go through him. He's the boy. And of course, he's a, an inarticulate voice to say, to put it kindly. So he makes the opposition look ridiculous to people who might, you know, maybe people that are doing well under this rig system somehow. Uh, they don't think things are bad. But, you know, maybe if you had an articulate person, an articulate Goldstein that was running things like the real Goldstein was in 1984, more people might come around and say, OK, they make a lot of points. But what to somebody who's on the fence, what kind of point does Trump make? I mean, Trump just makes it all personally. And Carrie Lake, again, this is this is a woman who I think 
five years ago, maybe something like that. Uh, maybe Tony knows this. Uh, weren't there lots of pictures of her at uh, like transgender parties and stuff like that, where she was supposedly a real lefty. She was a journalist. And then she suddenly made this transition to far right winger. So I'm very dubious. Just like that. What's that guy's name? The, uh, the guy that was the leader at Charlottesville and the Confederate uh, oh, I, stance, yeah. Yeah, that guy who was an Obama supporter, and yeah. then suddenly becomes the leader of white nationalists. I mean, this this is this is all. Rick, what, was his, what was his name? Richard something. Like, yeah, I think. Oh, I, yeah, I think Spencer. 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 Yeah. Spencer, yeah that, that guy's an Obama supporter. How do you go from being an Obama supporter to uh, and then didn't he? And he went back to being a. Yeah, he and, went, and he, he went, went back, voted full for Biden, circle. Right? Yeah. yeah he went, <laughs> so I mean, if you can figure that one out, uh, but I I can only figure it out in terms of being scripted theater. All right, guard, what's up? Well, you know these these points are all resonating inside my head very loudly. You know the alarm bells go off. You guys have giant iron uh, iron uh, cudgels, and you're hitting the bells in my head. It's just because it was an incredibly reckless, stupid thing for an, a, a woman who evidently feels entitled to say any dumb thing she wants to say. Um, and as Tony brought up, uh, there are real statutes that Trump clearly could be indicted for and was indicted for breaking. So if you're going to be talking about that, then you ought to know, you ought to acknowledge like, yeah, uh, you know, I think they might actually have some valid, uh, valid stuff on him. Uh, then there's the other part, which is that, OK, trying to find equivalency with other people just draws attention away from what Don was mentioning, real issues that people could discuss. But this is exactly what the narrative pushers want. They don't want anybody concentrating on they want them to forget all those shops that were closed down. They want them to forget all of the people's livelihoods and the jab mandates and all the people who have been damaged by all this stuff. And the very fact that if they bother to look at their super special, awesome edition of the U.S. Constitution updated, you know, in what year for the latest amendment, not Gavin Newsom's new amendment that he wants, the 28th Amendment to take everybody's firearms. Um, but if they actually bothered to look at it, they would see that viral research, none of it is constitutional. Just simple things that instead they distract them with the polarities of, well, if you're going to get Donald Trump on it, you should get uh, you should get Joe Biden on it, too. And right. what about the vice president? None of that stuff. They've got the statutes. You're not you're not going to win arguing about those statutes or getting upset about those things. But that is where they're serving the platters for all these people. You talk about aspartame and junk food. It's the mental junk food that they're going to be discussing. That is what they're doing. And it's it's and and then her talking about and I saw someone over in uh, his YouTube chat brought up the NRA is worthless. You know <laughs> what I think is funny. She's not mentioning gun owners of America. She's not mentioning people who actually support the Second Amendment, you know, because she's going with the pat line of you know card carrying NRA members and stuff like that. And that itself talk about reckless. Let's so just finish off with this thought. That just feeds into exactly the kind of things that so many people who are theorizing about conspiracy things or fiction writers who look at potential real battles between people and violence that could crop up. That's the kind of stuff that the FBI has been promoting for the longest time, whether it's Ron Paul bumper stickers or it's, um, you know, it's um, 
um, the, uh, the the police officers who, who swear oaths to the Constitution, the Oath Keepers sorts of folks or whatever it might be, just to pick all the depict all those people as bad guys. You get a Gasden flag. You're an NRA member. Well, listen to what uh, Carrie Lake is saying now. She's literally implying violent revolution. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. insane. It's ridiculously stupid. And then she's going to run for office. Right. She's running for office. And on one level, she's claiming, well, the rule of law lets me run for this office. This is the office. Well, the rule of law also lets these people indict Donald Trump, dummy. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> Fantastic. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, Stupid. You, you <laughs> forgot to mention she's going to lose when she runs for office. Yeah. Yeah. Washington yeah. Generals, do they Washington ever win? Generals. They don't win. Damn, that's it. That's 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 the Republican Party. It's the Washington General. That's what that's what it is right now. Uh, and, and I just I'll just mention this too, Billy Ray. You know, if people don't want to be as like harsh as I am and throwing out, you know, uh, wonderful bonbons like that, they could at least just remind Carrie Lake if they sat down with her and say, hey, you know, there are so many other things that you could discuss with people. And in discussing those things, you can bring up that fact. You can say hey, I know we're very upset and we're going to get a lot of media concentration on Donald Trump. We think he's you know, being used. He, we think he's being attacked for something that so many other presidents have done. But when we look at this stuff, let's not forget. Let's make sure we focus the balance of our attention on this person, on this person, on this policy, on what's being done overseas and what be, what was done to us under the lockdowns. Let's not get distracted because all that other stuff is sort of out of our hands. Right. And let's utilize it in a positive way to translate our energies into focusing on stuff that we can actually change and make addressable if we can. There goes guard again with the common sense. I don't know. All right, uh, Don, I'm going to throw it to you. We're going to talk about RFK, then I'm throwing it back to guard, then we're getting up out of here. Yeah, well, just speaking of, you know, where do we turn to for our RFK Jr. is uh, another alternative, maybe. And I think if Trump would withdraw, which I don't think he's capable of doing, probably because of Trump and Stuyvesant, maybe naturally he's not, you know, but uh, if he would just get out of it and just say, I'm going to play golf forever, then there's an opening and there's a much bigger opening for RFK. Jr. Because that way he would probably get a huge portion of Trump's voters, if that was the case. Uh, but he's he's running he's running as a Democrat, and he makes this statement the other day. Last I think it was last week, he retweeted some uh, something uh, tweets from uh, Roger Waters of Pink Floyd, who's become very outspoken, politically outspoken, and very uh, you know condemns Israel all the time for the treatment of the Palestinians and their you know their, their just their aggressive stance and so forth. And uh, so it, that shouldn't have been that controversial, I don't think. But um, and especially he had no reason to back down because the one thing the woke Democrats are pretty good on for most of them are, are uh, the treatment of the Palestinians. Most of them, the squad and everything, they condemn Israel for that. So I agree with him on it's probably the only thing I agree with him on. So I don't think he would have he might have gotten more more uh, support within the Democratic Party, which he's trying to run as. If he had backed down, but instead somebody talked to him, he quickly pulled the tweets down, and then he was asked, uh, you know, about his uh, about the Palestinians, and he, he said, "I support Israel." Period, or something. You know, it's a very strong statement, you know, that DeSantis or Trump could have given, or Biden or any of them, and uh, it was very disappointing. And then, as I mentioned before, he did 
Then he, then he went for that. He's talking about overkill. Then he goes and he, he hits some kind of pro-Israel march, I guess, which was conveniently going on right after he said this. And he's he filmed waving an Israeli flag as he's walking around. So, I mean, that just, again, that leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. And for people, I get all the time, Chris Buckin is certainly in the, in the YouTube chat. He certainly likes to talk about the Jews and Israel. And so many of the people that support me do. But this is what really causes people to have be anti-Jewish is because that certainly looks like there's a Jewish hand that got a hold of him and said, hey, take those tweets down and then go march in a parade and wave the Israeli flag. I, I don't what what else could have compelled him to do that? And it really it's very disappointing because it's certainly not a profile in courage. And it does bring back memories of his um, father. One of the things Bobby Kennedy was a little weak on. And of course, that's what they used to say why Sirhan Sirhan killed him, because he had supported selling, sending some fighter jets to Israel or something. But uh, unfortunately, Bobby Kennedy was not very strong on the Palestinian issue back then. And, um, you know, like father, like son, I guess. But I, I don't know. That's really the first thing he said that gave me pause. But uh, I wish that he would uh, maybe uh, explain it a little bit, put more in context. But I, I don't know how you look at that. I mean, to... When, when you're, you know, you're, one day you're tweeting, you're retweeting anti-Israel things from a very controversial figure, Roger Waters, who's, you know, being condemned everywhere because of his, uh, you know, anti-Israeli stance. And then literally the, within hours, you're filmed waving the Israeli flag in the parade. That says a lot about something. And uh, it's it's disturbing, to say the least. Tony, you got any comments? Well, yeah, I mean, the Israeli lobby and the influence of that nation state, again, it's a nation state. It's not a special place. I mean, this is something like, you know, you, you have the, the Christian right in the United States, Christian Zionist, make Israel the number one fo focus of church and number one focus of philosophy and number one focus of foreign policy. It's not to me because you realize it's just a nation state, but it has a massive uh, controlling hand, like Don was saying, in, in the United States and our politics. I mean, just just politically. Uh, again, you look at the the lobby. There was a there was a book in the 1980s written by a U.S. congressman called uh, "None Dare Speak Out." Paul Findlay, yeah, that's right. And yeah. Don and I have discussed that. Um, you know, you can fast forward all through the years. It's very strong. I mean, Pat Buchanan. That's when he originally got wrecked politically because he's just he just said a a very innocuous thing. He just said, you know, the the um, people cheering this. You know, the war and uh, the original uh, Gulf War. So the people cheering this are uh, the military industrial complex and their amen corner at APAC. Yeah. That's it. And that got yeah. him that got him labeled as anti-Semitic. So the Don's right. I mean, that's where you get labeled all these things, uh, racist and anti-Semitic and all these other things. Just just for questioning the politics of this nation state that has, again, its own interests, its own internal politics. Uh, it, you know, it's it's got 300 atomic weapons that it's not registered with. It has all all these. It gets away with a lot because it has a very powerful wing. You know, it's another thing. Israeli companies, I think they own like 75 percent of the Nasdaq. Like there's a massive amount of ownership uh, from Israeli citizens and you have dual citizenship in the United States. Very powerful. Um, so, yeah, if you're running for, for national political office, I mean, look what happened to Ron Paul. Ron Paul, a man of peace, right? This obstetrician who delivers 4,000 babies. It just says, hey, you know, I, I don't want to be involved in these foreign wars. Let's turn the uh, swords into plowshares. And they said, oh, you're anti-Semitic. I mean, because you don't support uh, aid to Israel. I don't support aid to anybody. 
But right. so you have you have to pick a side. You have to go out and wave the flag in the parade. So I guess he, um, I, you know, again, I, there's somebody uh, in the chat. I think it's Cat Goya said somebody pulled his his collar. Right, right, right. It was Cat? Yeah. yeah. Um, guard, what's up? What are your thoughts, man? Yeah, you know the that it, Tony Tony totally uh, echoes what's in my head again. Uh, it's and Cat's point is also significant to me as well. And you know the thing that gets me is I'm, I'm watching Tony and listening to Tony, listening to Don, listening to you, and I'm thinking, you know, why is it that a guy like RFK Jr., who uh, previously a couple weeks ago uh, made news because he was in an interview and the interviewer, uh, that woman, I can't remember her name. Um, she wouldn't really give him the opportunity to engage in a conversation about the science on jabs and whether or not they cause problems, just vaccines in general. And he says, hey, if you've got information, bring it to me. We'll have a conversation. Why is it that he can't do the same thing about Israel? Why is it that when he puts forward a very, very reasonable set of information from Roger Waters, who has been consistent about the plight of the Palestinians, is not anti-Semitic, is not pro-fascist, who actually says, hey, these people are being pushed out of their homes. You know, uh, why is it that you can't, as RFK Jr. has on other issues, say, hey, let's sit down as these four guys in this grid are doing to talk about the plus the pluses and minuses of this information about the state as tony says of israel it's just a state and it gets tons of money billions of dollars and weapons from the united states every year as do many others and so to say that you can't even open it up to conversation itself is extremely telling yeah. uh, that to me is is what is extremely bothersome even even as pat buchanan said even even the just saying, hey, can we talk about this? That is depicted as anti-Semitic. Yes. And, it, and, it, and if, if, if that's the case, then that already contributes to people's arguments that the Zionist state of Israel movement, not the Jewish people or culture or religion, but the Zionist pro-Israeli Zionist militant wing has such a, a such a, a hold over politics and in some cases, the religious right, pro-Zionist religious Christians, where you have yeah. other people who are Roger Waters just out there right in front saying, hey, here's what's going on. I've got statistics. Let me show you the map. Here's what's been going on. Here's who started that particular one. Here's who started. And they keep up with this stuff. But you can't get into those nuances. You can't get into that conversation. And yet my tax money is going to be used to continue to feed that machine down there that's crushing all those poor people in Palestine. You know, it's it's really sad. And, and you know, you, we bring up again this idea of Ron DeSantis signing this bill that makes it yeah. a crime to criticize the state of Israel. And they call yeah. that anti-Semitic. It's like, no, that's anti-Zionist. That's anti-fascist Zionist state of Israel crushing people's homes in, in Palestine. Right. Why can't we say that? Are there certain yeah. other things we can't say, too? Like, oh, I went to Israel. I had a bad time. Can I get arrested for that, too? I, I had, a, you know, I had a bad vacation in Israel. You know, uh, whatever, you know, I got I got robbed at the Wailing Wall or something. I don't know. You know, I mean, it, like, yeah. you can't say that, you know, uh, my it's just it's it's ridiculous. And so I think RFK Jr. and that statement where or that question was in the New Hampshire State Capitol. That was a Free State Project member who actually recorded him and said and it was a very and that is the type of journalism. He asked him simple questions. 
RFK Jr. gave him some not so good answers, but it was it was simple journalism. He said, you know, what about your your retweet of Roger Waters and so on and so forth? And then, as as Don said, appearing in New York, literally the next day or a couple of days later, as you're traveling back south and you're, then you're marching in a parade. It's like, what you know, what does that tell those poor people if you're really right. interested in those people? If you're really interested in peace and helping the downtrodden of people, are you going to allow pressures, whether it's from your wife, as Kat might have mentioned in the uh, as Kat did mention in, in the in the tweets, you know, in Hollywood or any of those pressures? Are you really going to do that or are you going to say, hey, you know, I don't want to be critical of the Israeli people. I understand that. But let's have some balance about what's going on here. Let's just at least talk about this. You know, yeah. And, and you know, with what? With, with... This enables people who really all the and I I get them all the time because you know I'm in the conspiracy world. The Jews, the Jews are probably the most favored people amongst conspiracy theorists. The Jews, Freemasons, Illuminati, whatever, but lots of people think it's the Jews. And I've had many arguments with them. I said, you know, most of my relatives are Jewish because one of my mom's uh, sisters married a, a Jewish guy who converted to Catholicism. I literally have hundreds of partially Jewish cousins. That's by far my, my relatives. So I don't know what they are, but none of them practice Judaism. But so you can slip into that field. But the problem is that what happened here enables that belief. Because it's certainly if, if you're if you're trying to, do, to think that say that, well, you're going to get in trouble for saying the Jews are in charge. And then something like that happens. Now, if RFK, you would not have had that happen to any other like if somebody came out and the Vatican's very powerful, but if somebody came out and made a comparable statement uh, and was waving the Vatican like nobody, I mean that would never happen, because but this we have this what the what Ronald Reagan and all the right wingers used to say a special relationship with Israel. I don't know what the special relationship. The cat Goya pointed out uh, in the chat room that JFK, you know, was at the time unlike his, RFK Jr.'s uh, father, she looked to his uncle. His uncle at the time of his assassination was engaged with in very angry letters back and forth with David Ben-Gurion, the first president of Israel, over their development of a nuclear program. JFK was incensed about it. And so you have a lot of people that think that's what caused it. I don't think that was the main impetus for his death, but that was happening. And so Gard talked about our tax dollars. Our tax dollars also paid for the murder of Rachel Corey. It was about 15 years ago or so. A good, a good American, young American girl, idealist, going over there, sitting like a lot of the demonstrators were sitting in front of the Palestinian homes when the Israeli tanks came by to bulldoze. That's what they just, and I don't really know why they do that, but they do. Knocking down homes, displacing people. She sat in front of, and they bulldozed her. They just killed her in cold blood. And there was almost no mention in, in, in Congress, nobody, there wasn't a squad then. Maybe if there had been a squad, they might've talked about it, but nobody talked about it. And further, when they had they tried to have a service for her in Israel, uh, the Israeli uh, military came and disrupted the memorial service. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, just I mean, just think of that. So uh, that's what we're supporting. And again, I, I don't say that we should withdraw aid from Israel and nobody else. Like Ron Paul, I, I don't think, you know, our own country's collapsing. We shouldn't be giving aid to anybody. But we do have that special relationship with Israel. And until... Uh, you know, people in prominent Jews and prominent Christian scientists explain why people get in trouble for saying something like that. Why Bobby? Why was Bobby Kennedy forced to take those tweets down? Who, who pressured him? If there's no undue, you know, Zionist power or whatever in this country, 
Why was he forced to take that down? And that's and that's happened too many times. Look at Kanye West, which that was probably all scripted. Now we see it's probably theatrical as well. But what happened when he came out and started talking about Jews all the time? That's all he could talk about. I mean, he was nonstop. Uh, he lost how much business? Again, so people need to okay, what what is going on here? Why can't Isgard said why can't we have a dialogue about this? I, I don't believe. I think ninety nine point nine percent of Jews are being screwed by the system like everybody else, but. There's no, you have to explain why the president of every television network is Jewish. They're 2% of the population. Why is the president of the head of every film company, going back to the dawn of Hollywood, except for a handful like Walt Disney and Daryl Zanuck, always been Jewish? I mean, that has to be explained. I mean, and, and it may, there may not be anything subversive about it, but that's, I think, the gist of why you have so much anti-Semitic feeling in this country is because they they see that undue disproportionate amount of power and no one ever explains it or discusses it. Instead, they cancel them or they force them to take down a tweet or go out and march in a parade and wave the Israeli flag. So I think this is discussion we need to have and it needs to be done rationally and without hate. But uh, I don't expect that to happen. Right, man. Uh, uh, one thing to add, and then we're getting out of here. We'll talk about the robots next week because we don't have <laughs> enough time. But um. You know, it's it's uh, we, we talk about these things in totality and we tend to generalize. I do it all the time. Right. Um, you know, the Jewish people, people of, uh, you know, that would describe themselves as, as, as Jewish. It's, it's not. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of Jewish people in power, but that's not representative of the entire, you know, Jewish population. Right. That's a very minuscule amount of people. Right. Very small. Um, and it's the same for all of us. Right. So. Just because, you know, there is a bunch of white people in power doesn't mean that every white person has power, right? It doesn't mean that it's it's just the people in power just so happen to be white. And they don't care, you know, that about their other white brothers and sisters. They, they, they don't care about anyone. They only care about themselves. And that's the same thing with anybody in the upper echelon of power, in my personal opinion. It's it's not about you know um, race or anything else. It's it's about a group of people that want to hoard the power and hoard the money and hoard the control, and that that uh, is a very exclusive group. It's an exclusive and a very exclusive club, and uh, we're 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 not in it, right? Everybody says it, but it's it's uh, it's uh, important to note at this point because uh, if we take a look at everybody, there's just as much. Uh, broke uh, uh you know powerless white people out there as black people and latino people and asian people and jewish people right we're most of us are all in the same boat you know but uh we 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 are uh, made to point fingers at one another to keep us divided got to realize that um we got to come together and stop the nonsense right and just look at the 0.0001% that's ruling everything it doesn't matter what they look like they don't care about what we look like man. bottom line all right, it's America Unplugged. We're getting up out of here. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. Tell them what's up. Well, you can find me at arterburn.news uh, or wisewolfgoldandsilver.com where you can uh, check out our membership program for precious metals delivered every month. It's called Wolfpack. It's growing uh, daily. Uh, better and better deals. Uh, just go check that out. Uh, it starts at 50 bucks. You can get silver and gold delivered to your door. Check it out. Fantastic. Wolfpack. Wolfpack. What's the show? Donald Jeffries. What's up, sir? Tell them what's uh, up. 
My website is donaldjeffries.media. Um, please support me if you subscribe to me at Substack. If you haven't already done so, donaldjeffries.substack.com. Call my protest, just like this show, uh, my show that I have every Fridays. And uh, that's the only place I'm not being shadow banned. Those of you who have bought, and so many people told me you bought, including Guard uh, Goldsmith, who's bought multiple copies of Masking the Truth, How COVID-19 Destroyed Civil Liberties and Shut Down the World. Very appreciative of all that. It's all it's up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and everywhere else now. So buy it wherever you want. Get the best deal. But uh, I very much appreciate the support, and I think it, uh, it's a very important book. Guard Goldsmith, what's up, sir? Well, man, uh, thanks for inviting me on today, and it's great to see all you guys. It's just awesome, and uh, I definitely will recommend everything all of you guys do because uh, it, it heartens me all the time. And I should mention to people that even though my last name is Goldsmith, <laughs> it's not Jewish, it's <laughs> English and Irish heritage. <laughs> so I always say on, on St. Patrick's Day, I get in front of a mirror and I yell at myself for my own oppression and Irish <laughs> bombings. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I think Roger Waters is going to get in trouble if he actually praises, you know, Irish or English people someday down the line, too. Who knows? Um, and, and you know, you know, the thing that gets me is the way the State Department is going after Roger Waters. They ought to know better. And that, I think, is an indication of something. There's an agenda there. And we don't know whether it's being pushed by people in the state of Israel or whatever. It's an agenda of evil to lie. When we see people who clearly are working for good. And we see figures in politics who know better. There have been decades of, of information produced by various people, and yet they try to smear people. That's all we need to know. We just work for good. Um, if people want to find my stuff, um, Liberty Conspiracy uh, each night now over at Rockfin at 6 o'clock Eastern. Uh, so just look up Liberty Conspiracy, and they can find me over on uh, Twitter. It's at Guard Goldsmith. And... Um, um, yeah, and then they can find me in the uh, super secret cabal pro-Zionist uh, movement uh, in, in our secret bunker, uh, which will be awesome because I went to BU. So, you know, I know a lot of the people who are, you know, but yeah. And uh, so it's at Guard Goldsmith on Twitter, Liberty Conspiracy each each night, uh, Monday through Friday at six on Rockfin and Rumble. And we're working to try to get more people out there. So spread the word, give it a thumbs up and thank you so much. And then finally, I'll mention that if people want to find my the bulk of my nonfiction work they can find at Gardner Goldsmith Substack or MRCTV.org. And then my fiction is available on Amazon and they'll find novellas. And I'm just going through now um, the first two of my novels that should have been released a while ago. But if they want to get some of the fiction now, just head over to Amazon or Barnes and Noble and look up Gardner Goldsmith and you'll see my stuff. Fantastic. You, re you remember this guy? You remember... Um... My favorite Pink Floyd song. I got two. Wish you were here, right? And um, um, remember when you were young. You remember? You shone like the sun. Awesome, awesome. Time. Come on. What? Oh, yes, you want me to your sing? That was by saying you wrote that about Sid Barrett, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't you writing about? Yeah, did, did Roger yeah, Waters right. write that about that? Who was the that? Yes. Shine on your crazy diamond. Shine on your crazy diamond. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank yep. you. Didn't Pink quite Floyd. work the way I had it planned in my back, head. Back in my era, Pink Floyd was one of the. Um, nobody criticized me if you were listening to the Pink Floyd. Oh, they no. were all, they were always cool. Right? Yeah. Did they sell Pink Floyd shirts to little kids nowadays? Everybody here walking around with Pink Floyd shirts. Nobody knows what they are, but it's still <laughs> iconic, right? They still wear it, so it is what it is. Um, I can't get the image out of my head of Guard Goldsmith being mugged at the Wailing Wall. I'm going to be thinking about that all day long. It's going to be hilarious. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. What's up, everybody, man? Uh, 
infinitefringe.podbeam.com. Go check it. Uh, and America Unplugged here every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, AmericaUnplugged.com, AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com, FreeWorld.fm. Go sign up. Uh, Chris Graves has a show coming on tonight with Mr. Cooper. Hold on. He put it up here, so I got. I want to read it before we get out of here, and then we'll get out of here. Um, there's William Ramsey's on tonight, and it's on 8, 8 p.m. Eastern on Rumble, on Odyssey, and on uh, and uh, Chris Graves' Mask Guy. I guess that's the Twitter page. So uh, go check it. 8 p.m. tonight, ladies and gents. Don't miss it. Uh, and I think I'll be on with them next week. At least that's the plan. So uh, definitely don't miss that. If you miss Mr. Ramsey, shame on you. But if you miss me, you're going to be barred from America Unplugged and, and everything else. So make sure you are there. I'm kidding. All right. We'll get up out of here. Uh, don't burn the place down while we are gone. Okay. And Tone, you going to play us out? or, or- I'm going to play us out. If you can't hear it, let me know. But I'm going to play us out right now. Tone's so going to play us out, ladies and gents. Peace. Thank you.